There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new Bubbly Burst. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you want to boost the economy like Taylor Swift? Do you want to run a business empire like Rihanna? Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. Intuit helps you take control of your finances through products like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Whether you're trying to manage your money or trying to run a business, Intuit gives you the confidence to take control of your finances so you can live your best life. Intuit has helped 100 million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com, I-N-T-U-I-T.com to start living yours. Let's get into it. You know that I feel like it's really important to express yourself. I know that about you. You got to put your true self out there, okay? And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do just that. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know, it doesn't get more comfortable than Crocs, clogs, and sandals. They're just the perfect blend of comfort. Creativity. Visit Crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets turns. Look, man. There. Oh, I see. Wow. Oh, my. Bowen, look over there. Wow. Is that Ooh. culture? Oh, yes. My goodness. Oh, wow. yeah. Las Culturistas. Ding dong. Las Culturistas calling. Start the app. Deadass. Deadass. Oh, my Deadass. God. Wait. This makes me miss set life. I accidentally put the cadence of why don't you in there. And that's why don't you get the berry? Why don't you? You know what? Get the berry? Why don't you? Readers, publicists, I recently, I do this every now and then with my sister, Matt Rogers, where I remind him of a brilliant thing he's done because he does so, the volume is so much that he often forgets. And I was, we were talking about the, um, I mean, this is just like a little earworm that's just stayed with me. But on the first episode of of the 12 Days of Culture, which is our Christmas. An underrated last Kulch moment in time. People don't the talk 12, about the 12 Days of Culture enough. They don't talk they about don't. it. They don't. You're right. Anyway, uh, my sister was... <laughs> we were we were playing Mary Fuck Kill with McDonald's menu items, and he posed to me, Mary Fuck Kill, strawberry milkshake, McFlurry, or you mix different sodas at the soda fountain. That's like a suicide. For creations, yes. They were yes. called suicides. My quote, my friend, this is not the moment, but my friend said, you know my gay little ass was up there making creations. Yes. Drinking creations. creations. Basically, you all know, like if you're an adventurous kid with a with a cup in your hand on a McDonald's, oh, like, the soda it. fountain becomes an endless world of possibilities. You Would can you say that was your mix- first canvas? I think that was the culture that made me say culture was for me. I think just to cut to it. My first canvas as an artist? Yeah, I guess so. It was the was first the time cut. I was taking, I, I was learning about, you know, um, ratio in terms of like Blending. flavor. And that is art. That is art. The blend. 
I would be willing to bet that a lot of readers and publicists out there, their first moment of artwork was yes. at the McDonald's soda Because they were creative. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, and their parents, the, their parents, I think that they definitely looked at them at the soda swap, whatever you're going to call it. Soda uh, swap. Well, it certainly was a soda swap when I was there because I was swapping Girl, flavors, honey. Sounds sexual but, almost. But I, but I digress. But I digress. So basically what I'm saying is like these parents were watching their kids at the soda swap and they're saying no, and what no, do you no. think they said L- let let him create let her create let her do let her she's do gonna it. do at the fountain let her find it and that's how you get <sighs> vanilla coke you know what i mean like because i thought that's what you i thought you were gonna say and that's how you get vanessa carlton as if she was one of the first vanessa carlton you can't stifle her creative impulses at the soda swap otherwise she's There's not gonna no write way. an amazing piano intro to one of the best pop songs of all time was it you that I was recently talking about this song with? I don't I think know. It was, Maybe I, it wasn't I, I, me. I literally, I was in, I was in the car with Greta. This is what it was. We were driving on Larchmont, and we suddenly knew we needed to listen to "A Thousand Miles." By it was Vanessa like White Carlton. Chicks. It, it was like the scene in White Chicks. It was sort of like the scene in White Chicks. Um, yes, very much so. And we sort of yes. were just like, we must, we must listen to that song right now as soon as possible. And you know what Greta told me? A little factoid oh about that song. I'm scared. She, she originally, apparently there was like a documentary about the song or whatever. Like some, what? Some, there was something, there's some piece of media out there that like takes a look at the creation of the song. And Vanessa Carlton said, Greta can tell us more about this when she comes yeah. back on the pod. But Soon. Vanessa Carlton said she did not want to do... If I could fall into the sky. Wow. She didn't want to do the riffing. She didn't want to go, pass me by. She didn't want to do any of that. She wanted it to just be the same. And the person that was producing the song said, no, you need to give the girls variations on the last chorus. They were right, unfortunately. They were she was 100% wrong. right. So that was <laughs> a moment just... of, at the soda swap, you say, well, but tell her she shouldn't put, you know, vitamin C in there with the with the Coke and the Sprite. Like, at, at a certain point, you do step in. And that was that producer. Actually, my theory is that Vanessa Carlton only did two flavor mixtures her whole entire childhood. And when other kids were saying, let's mix it up and give variation, she said, no, I want it to be the same, Mm-mm. which is not the right instinct to have as an artist, unfortunately. Well, especially not as a young artist. You know what I mean? No, That's as a when young she can artist. Make mistakes. That's when she can make mistakes at Absolutely. the soda swap. When she's, when she's fighting within herself, like, am I going to put, you know... High C in uh, with the Dr. Pepper and the Sprite. A seasoned person who's been in that McDonald's for some time would know that's when you stop. But when you're a young artist and you can make mistakes like that, guess what? She's going to find herself on the world stage in not so many years. And she's going to have so to have a years. hit after a hit. And she only had a couple. She had a couple, but they're great. No, that's okay. That's nothing to apologize for. We're not. We, she's had a great life. I need to finish the reference. Go ahead. Um, I, oh. I mean, I I think I think Vanessa Carlton at the McDonald at the soda fountain is one of the most indelible Las Culturistas images. Speaking of art, we just made t-shirt. art. 
Should be a teacher. Sis- my sister. I'm I'm reaching out my hand to the camera, holding it from across <laughs> the co- the country. We just created something. We created something together, and it An will image. stand the test of time. An image, and that sometimes is. I always say to anyone that wants to become an artist, if you do one thing every day that reminds you who you are, and I'm hitting my chest right now, that you're yes. an artist, you succeeded that day. And my sister, we succeeded <laughs> in creating that art, that image of Vanessa at the soda swap. I'm okay? crying. Do you see the tears running down my face? Vividly. This is the this is an opportunity for the readers and publicists. I want to see your images. We've given you the auditory imagery. I want to see your photoshops, your paintings, your crayon drawings of Vanessa Carlton as a child at the soda fountain. Use your this would be my tip to everyone out there. Use your imagination to sort of think of an image of a time, of a place, of a person <laughs> and and send in your ideas of what you thought. Like yes. think of a picture. Think of a picture and tell us what the picture looks like. And that's what we're asking you guys to do right now. Absolutely. Um I am crying with emotion. I we still I You're still trembling. haven't gotten I'm trembling. Oh my god, Titanic vibes. We're, I we still haven't gotten to the reference. The, the reference. So Matt Rogers saying start the sh- start the show dead ass. Was it start the show or start the recording? I said I want to get it right. The show dead ass. Dead ass. It was a blend of two different things. Yeah, but then a further blend, another <laughs> soda in the soda in the soda cup. Yeah. An inflection, a delivery on the first episode of our 12 Days of Culture where we talked about McDonald's. Mary fuck kill, <laughs> strawberry milkshake, McFlurry. Soda creation, suicides. suicides. I said, Mar- I said, fuck. I said, marry one thing. I said, fuck strawberry milkshake. And you said, ooh, yes. Get the berry. Why don't you? And, <laughs> and it's such a beautiful you've delivery. You've latched onto that. Get the berry. It's why so don't funny. Ya? So it's this so blend, funny. this, what I tried to do was I tried to give you Black China with, cut the cameras. Deadass. Deadass. And I thought, accidentally brought in something I knew you enjoyed, which was the get the berry, on, get the berry, get why the don't berry? you? And it why sort don't of you? became a start the, start the ep, dead ass. Dead ass. Beautiful, like sort of culture coming together, you know? Two different a, cultures. A tr- true, oh God, the layers on this are wild. True creation and culture coming together. I, yeah. I feel like an artist today. And, me and I too. don't feel that way every day. No, no, no. Do you feel that you feel like an artist because you're inspired by so much art around you? Like, do you feel especially like able to create such brilliance as we've already have done on the episode? Because lately you're feeling extra inspired. Tell me about how inspired you feel. I really don't feel that inspired, to be honest. And that's okay. okay. I just, I think it's one of those things, to be honest, where you're with your sister. And something flies free. Something flies free. It's like you were the other wing to the aircraft that I'm the other half of. We're and two halves two. of the same plane. You need, you need two. two. It's actually rule of culture. When it comes to comes wings, to on, an wings airplane, on an airplane, you, you need, need two. two. And which rule is that? Rule of culture number six. That's so close to being number one. It's not even funny. <laughs> it's not, it's not, even, not funny. even funny. There's so much culture to talk about. I want you to understand something straight off the top. And Are you I'm talking to ask, me or talking to the readers? I'm, I'm talking to you. Okay. Oh, um, you, you're, you're, you think I'm going to be mad? Grace. I want to ask for grace. 
Okay. I really, I really tried to watch Squid Game. Mm-hmm. It was too much for me. When did you stop? Can I, I stopped you? after the after it started to get going in the first episode, like after Red Light Green Light. I just oh my I, god, you're missing out on so much. But that's okay, and I don't want it this to become about that. I just want to. It's not. Be, I'm just saying. I want to just be honest that I tried to watch the show. It put me in a state of anxiety and. It just got a little too real for me that I had to back off. But I want you to explain to me everything you feel. Well, first of all... Oh, my God. I just want to talk to you as a sister. I feel like so... <sighs> I, I, this is I, this is just a conversation. And I might be I might be wrong and insensitive. So please let me know if I am. If you, beca- if you cross over into insensitive, I'm going to tell you. You will let me know. Yeah. Please. When I feel like you're being insensitive towards me. No, truly. I'm telling you, like, no No BS. bullshit, no lie. No, no lie, lie, no trickery, no fakery. This is no fakery. real talk between sisters. Go. If I'm being insens- insensitive, you have to let me know. A hundred percent. I think I sometimes feel that I don't get to talk about the culture I love so much that I'm consuming because... I mean, this is this is this is true of both of us. Sometimes I haven't seen or appreciated something that you love, and mm-hmm. but whenever, whenever, whenever it's it falls on me, whenever it happens to fall on me, I think, well, damn, I guess, I guess I have no one to talk to about this, and I feel like I never externalize my feelings about it because mm-hmm. because my because my sister is too scared, <laughs> too too busy to play Breath of the Wild. Wasn't about or, being busy. What was it? What was it about? It was. It was about- too stressful. It was stressful to figure out because the game is very complicated. In order to even start up a Nintendo not. Switch, you have to go through many <laughs> obstacles. It's actually one of the most That's difficult not things. Even They've true. been saying this. They've been saying this. That there's actually been news reports about how one of the hardest things to do is to figure out how to start a new game on Nintendo Switch. It goes death, divorce, moving, figuring out how to start a game on Nintendo Switch. And let me tell you something a couple of those things are inevitable. So when I can just skip one, that's actually okay. And can wait, can I but can I say something real? Which one's if, the inevitable one? Moving? <laughs> you're going to get divorced, bitch. <laughs> and you're staying right where you are in that in that bleep neighborhood of LA. I bleeped Mama. it because I didn't want people I don't want, I didn't want people to know where you lived. Yeah. Um well what were you about to say? I cut you off. All I'm saying is that I want to participate in these things, but this, like, it physically upsets me to watch because I'm under such duress. Like, it's just, it's just not for me. But, and, and, and it has nothing to do with anything other than how I physically feel when I'm watching it because it just doesn't give me the joy that it gives everyone else. And of that course, is 100% it, fine. It's so fine. It's valid. And it's not personal towards you, my sister. I know, but I feel like it just it works out this way a lot. Where I feel like we don't, I don't ever talk about the shit I like because no one ever knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> what? But and you're using Breath of the Wild and Squid Game as an as examples? No, no. I mean, yeah, those are the to- at the top of my head. Those are my examples. But it's okay. But I, but I did play Breath of the Wild. It was just too stupid for my dumb high ass to figure out how to play it. I told you what happened to me in that section of the ro- 
the ride. The section of the, the ride. The it level. is like a ride if you think about it. I love thinking about it that way. It's I a love ride. Video games. You, I just you think- have to think of video games in this way. It's a Disney. It's an Orlando ride that you can ride at home All right. without leaving home. You know what? I'm actually going to say something straight up, and I know that I have readers out there and publicists that are going to agree with me because I'm not going to joke around about it anymore. Okay. This is the truth. When we were little, we played video games and they were straightforward and they were easy and they were fun. I took a break from video games for some odd years. I try to get back into it. All of a sudden, they're, the girls are complicated. I tried to play when we were at, at staying at the Fire Island house. Tomas was playing. I, what was what was he playing? He was playing um, a bunch of different games. He was. Uh, uh, he might have been playing. I think he's a Fortnite. Fortnite, that's the one. uh The one that everyone loves is Fortnite. You put the controls in my hands, I don't even know how to go up or down. It's it's pretty intuitive, I promise you. And it's it's over time you learn these things. But I okay, video games are a specific example, but like I at the same time, I I have immense grace and I, I, I feel bad even bringing this up because I do feel like I'm being insensitive and you didn't call me out on it for even bringing this up. I just but then I think about, oh, well, if Matt is phys- if for people who are watching Squid Game who are physically suffering and like panicked and nervous to watch this, then uh, please do not watch you it. You even said yourself that you said, well, you came on your story and you said, it's like when people die in this, they die in real life. Like, that's, that's how- an observation. That's an observation I have about the way violence is beautifully intentionally portrayed and produced on the show like the like certain the way that it cuts to like certain violent things is so raw and you're like how did they how did they fake that or special effects that like right that that was my only comment anyway. so you're saying that the violence is very grounded and raw and like it's different than like american violence in that it's it's not as yes like, i said this to you yes mm-hmm. it's different it's different korean or like i would just broaden it to like asian media violence is different from Western media violence where it's like a little too sexual, a little too like mm. focused on like the anatomy, like the anatomy. Mm-hmm. And this is something that's just like, it's, it's very cinematic. There's a cinematic conventional way of portraying violence in Western film. And uh, let's say, but with Korean dramas for this in particular, for Alice in Borderlands, I, I believe like, I haven't seen it yet, but like, it's like, um, it's like, it's just someone dying. Like someone gets killed and that's it. Like that's all you, that's all you need to, you as an audience member need to know. I just think it's very cool and refreshing. And I just like forgot about that anyway. Yes. Sorry. So we should say Matt and I are both stoned right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this is why I'm, I'm rambling maybe, but you're not anyway. rambling, but, uh, you're, uh, but here's my point. You absolutely were able to say whatever it is you wanted to say about Squid Game. And going forward, if you wanted to keep talking about it, you could say whatever you want about you can make the comparisons between American violence and Korea and the way that it's done in Korean drama. You can go on and do that. You didn't need me to put myself through something physically know. uncomfortable in order to expound on this topic. Fine. But I really I'm just saying But I'm just you really saying want sister, me to watch it. No, 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 no. I don't want you to watch it anymore because because I now I do know that it's not for you. I I, I truly thought like Matt's not gonna Matt can handle this. And the fact that you're telling me that you can't, I say, do not watch it ever in your life. <laughs> I, I don't want you feeling this way. I love you too much. Okay. Uh, I'm just saying that I would have loved to talk to my very smart, funny, culturally intelligent friend, Matt Rogers. Well, 
I mean, what are you enjoying? Just, what, tell me what you're enjoying. I'm just watching a lot. Okay, so on this most, and this is this is just the type of I guess person I am lately, yes, where yeah. it's just I just want more of the same, and maybe that is culturally like dumbing me down, and I should just no. resign as a host of this podcast because no, I what are you doing? I understand that it is boring that I don't, I didn't watch Squid Game, but I promise it's for a good reason, and I also understand that it's going to be insanely boring for some people that listen to this podcast to hear me say again that the morning show has re-entered my life and that the other day I watched Reese Witherspoon and Juliana Margulies make out out of nowhere and I was watching what? Jennifer Aniston chop wood in the forest because she's writing a book about her experience and I'm like this show is camp and drag so I've gotten <laughs> I've gotten back into that because I really enjoy it and it doesn't like physically threaten me with violence the way that Squid mm-hmm, Game mm-hmm, literally mm-hmm, does and mm-hmm. I know it's not going to send me into an absolute panic so that's what I watched, and I will say I did gasp out loud and then get up, stand up and clap when Reese Witherspoon and Juliana Margulies had a lesbian kiss in the back of a limousine. Um, but that was as much like um, visceral, like physical response it got from me. Whereas Squid Game had me like squirming um, before the first hour was even up, and so that's why I just decided on one feeling over the other. Of course, that makes complete sense to me and i just have to ask you uh, many things about a couple things about morning show but one last thing about squid game which is you did not even finish the first episode no i got till roughly the end yes so you said the answer is you did not finish the first episode no i i I just thought i'm gonna do something else that hurts that really hurts no need for you to take it personally (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, I just think I was talking to my new friend IRL, Riri Cheney. Hi, oh, Riri. The one of the top, one of the top friends. To one have. of the top friends. I saw her uh, on Friday, um, and she said something really great. She said one of the best ep twos ever in any show. Mm. One of the most clever ways to do an episode two of a show, and I completely agree. I was like, yes, and for these specific reasons, because. I'll spoil I do, it for I, I, you. No, I, no. Here's the thing. No need. No, no need to even spoil it because once I found out I wasn't going to sit and watch it, I did sort of d- dig into what happens in the show and so okay. thematically and everything like that. I do understand what's happening. Got it. They that, that they. This is a spoiler alert for that episode two. They are two. allowed to go home and they return. They're allowed to go home. And they go. And they're they're allowed to go home, but for for a period of time. Well, let's mm-hmm. just say, and it's just a very great way to like not do flashbacks, but like get them into like, you see what's at stake for them. Anyway, great. Um, morning show. Why? So Reese's character is, is a little bit, she a little bit gay. I mean, I suppose, I mean, that, that's, that's Julianas too. Um, they're sort of like having them look at each other in a way where it's like, clearly if, I mean, it's, they're being directed to want to fuck each other throughout. And then they have a very intense sort of open mouth kiss in the back of a limo. And so, that would sort of suggest to me that one or both characters are gay or questioning or queer questioning. Yes. Interesting. Do you think it, do you, how do you think it's, it's, is it working? Is it being used to like, a I mean, I think what I like about the show is it's sort of, reminded me of the way we were talking in the beginning of the episode about asking the readers to send in uh, what kind of pictures they would like us to consider. It's sort of Uh like every episode of every episode of the morning show is sort of like um, a third grade teacher comes in and says, to a class of people like, okay, today what we're going to do is we're going to write an episode of TV and 
anything can happen in it. It, it, it. And, you know, it should feel like real, like it could really happen. But if you use your imagination, characters can say and do things whatever you want. And it's like the class got the whole day to write an episode of television. And then whatever is written at the end of the day is what they film and put on Apple TV+. Plus, <laughs> and it is the morning show. Like... Oh, That's so just nice. the energy of it. It's the story pirates energy. I, it makes me smile. Yeah, it sort of is. It's like it's like you know, like like Reese Witherspoon and Juliana Margulies are having a conversation. They kiss in the middle of a sentence, and then a huge asteroid is headed towards the Earth, and they're like, "We have to go report on this." Like that kind of third grade manic energy is happening. Wait, that is incredible. That a, a world, a potentially world, yeah, a world ending story is breaks while these two characters make out and they have to run and report on it. That's That sounds like the camp, the level of camp that would be attributed to the morning show. I've only seen one episode of it and it was the third episode and it was Jennifer Aniston yelling to a, a boardroom of men that was very mommy dearest and I loved it. And I thought, okay, I get what the show is about. I understand why people like it. I have not, I'm sorry that I have not seen the show. Yeah, and in that scene, she does call everyone bozos. And that's, I guess, Bozos. what I mean when I say, like, um, a third, third grader graders. wrote it. Like, And I do think, like, let me just clarify, like, I'm not insulting the writing staff. I think this is actually a genius way to put a show together. Right, I think this right. is, like, I, I, you have me watching still. Like, I am, I am still oh. there watching it. So no one should take any offense or change a thing, keep going, uh, like they are really going to do the coronavirus in the show. They and, are. Yeah. So per, per, <laughs> proverbially, that is the asteroid I'm talking about. Like there's literally scenes, Bowen, where like there'll be two characters in the hallway. Just kind of like, should we report on this coronavirus thing? Someone behind them will sneeze. And then another person will just go, eh, no. no, it's probably not a very big deal. Uh, anyway, what else today? And they just kind of sort of walk and like start other dialogue. Like they send a character Wait. to Wuhan. Like it's, is this going to be our first great piece of COVID, like Media? scripted content? And like, wow! It really I don't know if be. it'll be the first great one, but I will say this: there was a shot in the first episode that's like makes it clear that they're going to be tackling what it happens when like New York empties right the hell out and like COVID comes to play. So we wow. will see. We will see. I, I just hope that they can still keep the bigness of how stupid it all is. Um, yeah. Well, while in like a COVID world, you know what I mean? Because we need the pulp. COVID's not very pulpy. It's not. It's very stagnant, actually. COVID, like famously, everyone kind of just like stayed put. There, you just kind of you, know? you kind of sit around if COVID's in the world. Yeah. You don't really you don't really do much. Nothing really motivates you to not to, to leave the house. Mm-hmm. You know. Anyway, well, I'm so glad you're enjoying. Is, is it com- is it a comfort that you're watching? Because I li- legitimately watch comfort. Squid Game as a comfort. Amazing. See, and I guess that's just that's just speaks to two different personality types. Watching and Squid Game as a comfort works. is is that is harrowing to me. And I will also say this: this Friday, this is. Where I'm not I- even. Sp- I'm not even spooky. I'm not even like a spooky horror loving person. It was just comforting to watch. I'm sorry. I keep going. This yeah, Friday, you're going to, to horror night. Cut to me going to horror nights on Friday because I fucking love it like so that's i guess like a a little bit of a um internal conflict yeah it sounds like you need to resolve this well can i just physically explain so when i am in like a haunted house or like an immersive scary setting i feel as if as though i can get away like i'm very spry like i'm a person with a lot of 
energy. And so I have to be able to, if I'm in that but atmosphere, you're saying, we have to go. If you watch a movie, you there's no escape. I have too much energy to sit here and just like feel that anxious about something happening. Trust me. Like, I, I don't know if I've talked to you about this, but like. What? There was like a phrase in my like early high school like era where like I was going to a horror movie every week and they were making they were driving me crazy because that era we've talked about this where where that era of horror was fucked up yeah it was like it was like a it was like a time when it felt like every week there was a new horror movie in cinemas like and one woman was getting raped at least right like it was it was bad very much so. But do you you watched like something like Malignant and you did like it. I have not seen Malignant yet. I I I think based on what I'm hearing, I don't know that much about the turn, but based on what I'm hearing, it sounds like it's I've heard that it's quote the stupidest thing in the world in the best way mm-hmm. that I must I will probably like it and love it. And I yeah. feel like I would want see the thing is I would want I would want to see that with you. Is that because why? Why? Because because I want to be there with you when the stupidest thing I've ever seen on a, in a film happens, and I see right. it for the first time. And I like I was with I was with Joel Kim Booster during Hereditary when the part in Hereditary happened, mm-hmm. and we were both like, I, I, w- I will never forget that moment for the rest of my life with one of my best friends, Joel Kim Booster. And so he, I think, is gonna is gonna be like your horror movie friend. Like, I know. He, yes, he is. But I would love for you to also. There's that's not just it's, one person. But they're so scary. They are so scary. And when someone dies on camera in front of you, I don't know what it is. I can't shake it. Like I, I get too emotionally involved sometimes in this shit. Where like I just get fucking anxious. And I think it definitely got I worse understand. during the pandemic. And I don't. My, I don't want to make you feel bad or explain it. But I don't want to make I you feel bad. Put I am put in a position where I must. I am put oh in a position God. where I must. Okay. Okay. I I don't want you to I don't want you this upset. I'm actually like fully over it. Because ultimately <laughs> no one can what? pin me down. No one can pin me down and make me do a goddamn thing. You're I don't right. You're do. right. You know what? You're right. When it comes to travel, we all have that happy place. Whether it's the beach, ski slopes, couples getaway, or even a visit to that best friend you haven't seen in way too long, Matt. And Priceline wants to get you there for a happy price so you never have to miss a trip. Now, we all know we love to vacation together. We have various happy places. We love to go to Orlando, Florida. We love to go to Las Vegas, Nevada. We love to go to a beach anywhere. We love to go to Europe. But when we have truly traveled the world globally and domestically. My happy place is with my sister and any of those locations he just listed. And now, thanks to Priceline's VIP family feature, you can go to your happy place more often while earning deals up to five times faster with a group. When one person from the squad travels, everyone gets more deals, and you can even choose your own crew. It doesn't have to be your actual family. It could be your neighbor, your roommate, your mailman, anyone. The more you travel, the more you save. For me, I'm choosing Matt Rogers. I'm choosing producer Becca. Yes. We're all going together, the Lost Cult family. So download the Priceline app today to save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your happy place with Priceline. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. 
Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. You know, but one of the toughest things about decorating my apartment has been getting things framed. Finding a place that will custom frame all my beautiful art pieces that I have without breaking the bank has been close to impossible. But then I found FrameBridge. I found FrameBridge too. FrameBridge makes it easy to get anything framed at an affordable price. Easily order online at framebridge.com or visit a FrameBridge retail store, upload a digital photo for them to print and mail your item using their free, secure, prepaid packaging. Or visit one of their 20 plus retail stores. FrameBridge custom frames your piece in their studio using the highest quality materials and ships it to your door in days for free. I love going into the brick and mortar locations. I've got one here in Brooklyn and they're so sweet. They can give you inspiration for what you want get framed. I went in and I was like, I'm going to get my Chromatica ball bracelet framed. And they helped me. Oh my God. I'm so excited. I have so many memories I need framed and put upon the wall. And uh, they have a curated selection of frame styles with design experts right on hand who make it fun to choose the perfect frame for you. See why FrameBridge has been trusted to frame over 2 million pieces. Visit framebridge.com or a local FrameBridge store to get started and custom frame just about anything. That's framebridge.com. Hey, everybody. During the break, let's quickly talk about a couple things that are important to most people I know. Comfort and style. Crocs classic clogs and sandals have both covered. And when we're talking about style, we mean personal style. There's just so many colors and so many gibbets charms. You can dress up your Crocs to match your mood and to match your personality and to fit the occasion. I mean, ultimately, you can stand out from the crowd in a way that only you can because it's your personal style. And now let's talk about comfort. You know, it doesn't get better than the Crocs clogs and sandals when it comes to being comfortable. Style and comfort are usually a trade-off, but here they're a package deal. It's like you have cushions on your feet. Soft, stylish, personalized, colorful cushions. So why wait? Head over to Crocs.com today and experience the comfort and style of Crocs classic clogs and sandals for yourself. Your feet will thank you. I like the spooky season um, and I'm actually like thrilled and very much organizing the haunted house experience. I'm, That's I'm doing so this funny. Weekend. Yeah, but I just with scary movies or with like intense thrillers or with anything with like grounded to like you can't violence, run away. Just, like, it just upsets me. I can't. You can't run away. Your only escape is that fucking menu button, bitch. Mm-hmm. Go back, back, back. Take me back to the menu. I, I will not get get the death off the TV. I'm not watching that. <laughs> get the scary shit off the TV. I'm not watching that. that. Get the gore off the TV. I'm not watching that. Gore, an issue. Gore. And then I go. Uh, and that's t- title of app. Get the gore off the TV. I'm not watching that. Get the gore off the TV. I'm not watching that. But then and you know Anna, what? can we do that in all caps? Thank you, hot producer Anna. She's gonna type all caps on the episode title. What we actually did enjoy, though, was the Suicide Squad. We did love that. That had, like, comparable violence. But that, but is that what you're talking about when you say American-type movie violence? Oh, that's very specific. That's, like, yeah, a, that's, that's like, like, a, like, magical realism and, like, like heightened, like, superhero violence. Yeah, and that different. I can do. That's why I love, like, true... I love, like, True Blood. Ever upset you? The first um, one, especially? Like, it, <sighs> Yes. I mean, yes. Like, that was, like, high stakes, like, 
real violence. And I was just like, I, I just don't love it. But then when something is goofy and dumb and it's like essentially minions getting killed, like I'm fine. Okay, so interesting. See, Kill Bill Volume 1, I would say, Volume 1 specifically, I would say, has the most stylized violence where it's like yeah. she chops off five men's heads and it's like little cute little water fountains of pink blood, like fluorescent right. blood. Like it doesn't even it doesn't even look real. And, and so that, therefore I'm into it, it disarms the audience and you're like, oh, okay, that's like an art piece. It's like a sculpture. It's like a kinetic sculpture and it's not like an actual person being killed. So that right. you're okay with. That I'm fine with. It's just like when it gets very like um, personal and intense, like, I don't know. Then I, then see. I get like... I see. I mean, this is not a spoiler alert. Squid Game, it ends in like one of the most graphic fight scenes I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. And you would you would hate it and you would never make it to that. <laughs> So that's and that's, and that's okay. No, I know. And that's why I'm like... But it is crazy, I'm not though. pushing back. I'm not pushing back on you. That's not what I'm doing. I know. I know you're not pushing back on me. You are only encouraging me to become a more realized version of myself. Yeah, I will say... Always. I will say, what is cuckoo bananas is hearing things like most watched show ever of all time. More people have watched Squid Game than like... You know, you know, like Family Matters. Or- read the Bible, darling. Like, it's, <laughs> it, it's out there. And everyone is seeing it. And I'm just like, I can't. You're talking about the world, honey. Korea's loving it. I bet Japan's loving it. Mm-hmm. Um, I the bet whole world. E- the whole world. Every country in South America is watching Squid Game. Yeah. And that's okay. That And it's up to every single citizen of those countries, including the United States of America, to decide whether or not they can stomach the violence. Yeah, it's a lot. How does it feel to be an inspiration, Matt? You've inspired me to, to a rousing call to action for the world. Don't watch Squid Game if you don't want to. That's what you've inspired me to tell people. But but the thing is, people should definitely go for it if they if they feel so inclined. Because a lot of people only love it. if and only if they feel so inclined. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm really cutting you off a lot today. I'm chatty. I'm chatty on this weed. Well, because you have yeah. What what are you smoking? I'm smoking. Okay, at this point, I am just like the brand ambassador. Even though I didn't, I I never meant to be. I just love their stuff. Sunday School. They oh. sell amazing pre rolls, um, and I picked these up at MedMen as soon as I landed in LA two weeks ago. First place I went to after I checked in my hotel was MedMen in in Beverly Grove, and I was I was like, this is wonderful. And it was the first time I'd actually been to MedMen and knew what I wanted, besides like those like bad pens from like. Three years ago, do you remember those pens? Of course, the Dosis pens—they were bad. They, I'm I sorry. I, I actually don't think that they even had any weed in them. They didn't, and I think they're—I think they went under. I'm not seeing them around anymore, and it's because they didn't work. There was no weed in them. Yeah, the, uh, very weird. I have these Pacific Stones. Have you seen this brand? No. Is it fun? It looks fun. I very much enjoy them, and they are a hybrid. And um, you know, especially like um. While I had food poisoning, it was just like, Ugh. I was really sitting here and just smoking weed all the time. That's lovely. And honestly, maybe that put me in a state of anxiety where I was like, Squid Game is not going to happen for me. That's okay. You don't, If you rationalize Squid Game fear one more time. No, it's not. A, I'm not even interested. I'm just thinking, I'm, I'm <laughs> assessing my own. You know what? Like, uh, and this is, this, this actually is interesting. I am entertaining watching the Halloween movie. I'm entertaining it. The first one? Or no, the new one that's coming. The new one. Halloween Kills. Starring Kyle Richards. 
you you're gonna go for kyle alone i know i think i might be in that demographic that's like if they were holding a clipboard at the end of the movie so why did you come see halloween kills like and people are like jamie lee curtis man we love her we always want to see her kick us some ass uh michael myers is so scary and then i would be the one fact that's like um i really was into seeing what (laughs) kyle richards was gonna give Oh my god, that's so that's like a, that's a sketch. That's a really funny sketch. I wanted to see what Kyle Richards was giving. Like, could she act? I don't know. Like, I wanted to see what she was carrying. Talent. Oh my god. I wanted to see if she tore. And then she did she tore. She well, did in she fact tore. doing Botox for six months beforehand because she said, quote, an actress should be able to move her face, end quote. Um, but yeah, like, I hope we see Michael Myers' face this time. I, I'm really interested to see if we see his face, because actually in no movie ever have you seen his face. So like, And we're getting towards the end there, so, you know, um, definitely want to see Jamie Lee kick ass, man. So fucking hot still. Do you think Kyle Richards looks like um, Casey Musgraves? No, I just think Kyle Richards, like, well, I know she was really unhappy with her bangs, you know, like, they made her get those bangs. So I really want to see how the bangs look on camera. And... Um, <laughs> Oh my god, this is so funny. But the one trailer where they had, like, she does, like, the whole Where she first... screams. Yeah, she's yeah, like, she screams the kids what are you just doing out here? I'm like, yes, guys! She was good. She was we good. We did a live about it immediately after. We were like, could you believe? I couldn't believe. I will say Bowen and I's favorite bit is to pretend that one of the housewives is going to host SNL, like, well, <laughs> Sutton's, Sutton's coming to host in from October, so... We got Sutton's track, everybody. All right. Well, Eric has been through a lot. Eric has been through a lot. Does uh, you know, does Heidi have a Sutton? Could be interesting. Be interesting. <laughs> Bowen could do Crystal. <laughs> and yeah, you would slay as Crystal. You'd be it's so that good. Thing. You're an awkward, uncomfortable person. Oh my God! You're killing Crystal. Emmy. <laughs> you should play Crystal Kung Minkoff on the show and then submit that to the Emmys. Bowen showed off his Crystal Kung Minkoff on this episode, so that's going to be competitive for the win. Like, Bowen had such a moment with Crystal <laughs> Kung Minkoff. Like, it's like, you know, like... I mean, it was it, just that thing of, like, when, pop, when like, pop culture, like, met SNL, it was, like, that you moment, like- that, <laughs> Tina, that Tina Sarah Palin moment, like, when Bowen did his Crystal Kong Minkoff. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you would wake up on Sunday and, like, all anybody would talk about was Bowen doing Crystal And she benefited Kong. from it, too. Like, and she loved it, too. And that's why, you know, it could be interesting, you know, about <laughs> crystals coming through. Actually, I know Rob. And uh, she's coming through and Bowen, you know. Ascala's gonna nail it. Ascala's <laughs> just gonna be Musical phenomenal. guest Ascala. Ascala. By the way, did you watch this week's episode? I did watch this week's episode. She was wearing a top at at Wendy's like Chesapeake house, which I was like, is that a Versace? She was wearing like a Versace top. Yeah. Yeah, it was a Vers- it was a Versace top. Her husband, they did not let speak at all, or he was maybe too uncomfortable and didn't say anything because he was like there were literally cameras flying around me. Um, but I was there were not there was not enough Escala this episode. That's my only note. It was a great episode. Otherwise, I mean, Escala is definitely getting comfortable, um, sort of being very like Candace's like little um, lackey. Sort of lackey as it yeah. were uh-huh. um but 
she, I think, maybe didn't pick the right week for that because Candace is absolutely out of control. She's completely out of control. Literally, just when I was starting to tell people, Mm -hmm. I actually love Candace now. I said she was my favorite housewife, so that's what I'm Can't do it anymore. No. Have we have we given deep space a spin yet on our own time? I actually I? did, and I think I, 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 I have a definitive sort of feeling about why it's not what it could be because she mm. actually doesn't know when to stop. Like in the very first song, which is like an intro track, um, yeah, she says right before the rest of the album starts, she goes, "It's official. I hate it here." And I'm like, "We did not need this line. Like, if you were gonna do like a." She doesn't, have, she doesn't know how to edit. Intro, like, just let it be what it is, and yeah. we move forward. But she does not, she's not a good editor. She's not a good editor. She really needs to, like, just know how to take it. No one to of stop. Just, no one, yeah, no, you're right. That is that is the first and foremost problem. Um, but just the whole, like, I mean, she. it's sad that she can't realize that her, like, making fun making fun quote unquote of Mia for being a stripper like is not great like is not a good look it's not that's not a good look making fun of everything about her body is not a good look calling oh her big like the, the, yeah. the feet thing is funny but like and it's just like it's so relentless and so After vicious the fourth time yeah you're like all right lay off the feet why weirdo yeah what are you doing and it's almost just what hearing her be like you were found on the corner like you're a hoe you're a whore like it just it's like it crosses over from insulting to becoming like very sex negative and like shame me towards sex work um, in a pretty real way and like I never want to be the one to be like you know Candace stop talking because she says so much good shit when you just let her go but at a certain point it's like her hit rate is not happening on this trip and she needs to cool it cool it cool it Um, you know Wendy uh, Wendy I love Wendy so much like you you can tell like because she and Mia have had their differences yeah but she really took on when Mia was telling was sharing with Wendy like her story about her mother like I looked at Wendy they cut to Wendy and I was like wow she's being very empathetic uh-huh. Like in a way that makes me like like her a lot. Is this even worth mentioning? I just like I just, no. Wendy I do... Wendy's booked for the show season seven, eight, and nine. Like Wendy's here to stay. I th- of course. I just think she she might be my favorite of all housewives at the moment. Wendy truly, yeah. Just like in terms of like she she knows how when to get messy, and then she also doesn't know when to stop. Like she's got like seven canned catchphrases waiting to go. Um, but she's also like, she has like the good, the good really outweighs like the fun and the, uh, or the bad. I was gonna say the bad, but it's like, she like, I don't know. She's, she's winning the season flat out. Like she is yeah, flat I out winning her. the season. And I feel like she was really, really winning the season when she said, <laughs> when Giselle was like accused her of being jealous or a hater. And she goes, hating on this and like pointed around to like the fact that they were in like a shitty tent in Giselle's yeah. driveway <laughs> while construction was happening. And I was just like, yeah, there's really nothing that Giselle can say. And also Robin gets so bothered and panicked yeah, around Wendy. It's and it's interesting. like, yeah, she really cares. She gets upset. Upset. Yeah. I wonder you're why. You're an asshole, Wendy. <laughs> Wendy, you're an asshole. That's a good Robin impression. 
Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm coming. Well, you know, Matt is Bone is very good friends with someone who has a Robin Dixon. Robin Dixon, <laughs> yeah, Robin could Dixon. be big. Could get Juan. You know that great line. I'm so glad Juan Dixon's not here right now. Not here. It could be fun to hear in the studio. It. You know, Whitney. I'm not putting Whitney out there alone. <laughs> she needs Heather. Someone seasoned. She needs Heather. Someone, <laughs> someone more seasoned. I, I, Whitney's not going to stay live from. She's no. she can't she can't do it. Well, she hasn't earned it. She, she hasn't, hasn't earned, earned it. it. <laughs> and you know, back in the seventies, it was only three networks. And can we actually, for real, say though that this podcast does have powers because the way we oh, had what? Sarah Sherman on like three oh. weeks before, the what are gag, the gag. Oh my God, Sarah's Sarah had a great first show. We love. Sarah so Pops much. She's on so fucking Cam, funny. The house down. And also we have to shout out Billy Domino. Billy Domino got hired at SNL to write. One of our first and only straight white cis male guests. I think he might have been the first. And so that is the full circle moment of all full circle moments. Did you get to work yeah. with him at all? Um, yes. He um he sent in a sketch last week that he wrote in his packet that included me. And so we like we like worked on that together. Um, didn't get picked, but it was very funny. Um, and I have some things, some collaborations in the, oh, mix in the that works. might be coming in like, the works. It'll be coming around the corner of Bowen Yang Avenue. Yes, absolutely. Um, no, all the new hires are fantastic. Mm. I can't wait for everyone to see more. Do you think that, um, well, you know there's a big musical event happening this fall that sort of everyone's talking about. And I'm not talking about the re-release of Red, I'm talking about Adele returning. Do you think we may see her sweep through the halls? Yeah, I think we may. Hmm. I think we may. Can we talk about, well, no, this might be my own thing, so honey, for later. It's it's Adele-related, potentially. Oh my goodness. But are you feeling Stay positive tuned. or negative about her impending? Watch this space. Watch this space. Oh, I'm um, so excited. Dominance. Me too. I'm I'm so excited. So thrilled. I mean, she understands what is about to happen. She or before she recorded this album, she must have understood that this will be the divorce album, no matter what, mm-hmm. and that like there are emotions to bear. Yes. And that she understands the, the, the gravity and I would I don't want to say pressure, but like the stakes that people are putting on this. Oh, I mean, she's gone through um, an upheaval emotionally. And so we are only trained to expect a, an avalanche of sadness, expression, grief, expression in general. Um, maybe we even may get like a third of the Someone Like You Hello um, trilogy. Do you think that Ugh. the album will be called, what, 30? Or will we get an album title? Watch this space, because I do want to remark on this at the end of this show, <gasps> this program. Oh, so... I, I understand. I understand. Like this Did I give a, it away? No, I gave it away. No, no. You didn't I give it away, it away yet. You didn't give it away yet. Mm, okay. Um, well, I'm really interested. So also, she's really the queen of the fall. She she remembers that we remember those iconic leaves blowing in the wind in the, head, in the hello video. And she says, they want fall from me. They want fall. And like, she even, she scared the other, who we thought was the queen of fall, mm. Taylor, mm-hmm. into moving her her red re-release back, back a week. I love it. Like, you know, 
Taylor, and that's a sign of Taylor respecting Adele. Yeah. To me. I love it when they have you know? no choice. Adele ha- <laughs> and Taylor Swift had no choice but to move it. Because she yes. said Adele's coming in and she wants this day. And then Taylor said, and okay. And I won't give it to her. And Taylor Swift said, okay, I'll move. That's power. <laughs> that's power. Adele, that's, congratulations. That's queendom. Queendom. <laughs> Should we bestow the award on Adele? The Queendom Award? Las <laughs> Queendom Award? This is the first... Ever. The first... Well, the first Las Culturistas Award we've officially given out. This is so... And it's n- not one we've announced. It's not a category we announced. <laughs> this is this is one of those honorary awards, but we're going to start Governor's it Ball, off. This is the... Yes. This is the Las Culturistas Culture Award Queendom Award. Queendom Award. award. <laughs> it goes to a singer... That has transfixed audiences all over the world with her (laughs) candor, with her sheer vocal ability, and the effect that she has had on millions across the globe who cry with her, who grieve with her, and who learn alongside her. This is so beautiful. The Las Culturistas Award, <laughs> Queendom Award, goes to Adele. Oh Hello oh from the outside! Oh. Wow. Why, why am I crying? <laughs> you, that was the funniest I thing anyone's touched. ever done. I was touched. <laughs> Adele, this is Adele's first Lost Culture Recess Culture Award. I don't even think she's got many other nominations. Is she even nominated? I don't think she's nominated in other categories because we knew the whole time we were going to award her the Lost Culture Recess Culture Award. We knew all along. And you publicists are right now you're shaking your damn head being like, wow, they really knew all along. They had a plan for us. They had a plan for us. And who better for it to go to than Adele. Than Adele. <laughs> Adele Adkins, who from a the ripe age of 19 has been touching audiences with really her ingenuity. Um, the transparency she brings in her music. A vocal tone that is unmistakable. It is clear to us that Adele would be the only singular musical icon Adele in any generation. In any era, Adele would be the greatest. Simply the best. Singer of all time. She is the Queendom. <laughs> she wins the Queendom Award tonight. Oh my God! We've never been so proud to bestow. Uh, <laughs> this is so stupid. I can't believe how stoned I am. Oh my God!
there's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. Hey, everybody. During the break, let's quickly talk about a couple things that are important to most people I know comfort and style. Crocs classic clogs and sandals have both covered. And when we're talking about style, we mean personal style. There's just so many colors and so many gibbets charms. You can dress up your Crocs to match your mood and to match your personality and to fit the occasion. I mean, ultimately, you can stand out from the crowd in a way that only you can because it's your personal style. And now let's talk about comfort. You know, it doesn't get better than the Crocs clogs and sandals when it comes to being comfortable. Style and comfort are usually a trade-off, but here they're a package deal. It's like you have cushions on your feet. Soft, stylish, personalized, colorful cushions. So why wait? Head over to Crocs.com today and experience the comfort and style of Crocs classic clogs and sandals for yourself your feet will thank you snag a job is where america goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring with access to over six million active hourly workers snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high quality employees who can cover all your needs on demand tempt to hire part-time or full-time you name the position warehouse worker retail associate grocery store clerk fitness trainer baker stylist bellhop podcast producer yeah snag a job's got a worker for that with our easy to use platform you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard right snag a job is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. When the music of Celine Dion makes sweet Canadian love with the Oscar-winning film Titanic, you get Titanic, a campy, unhinged, chaotic night out. And what more could you ask for? Find out what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night from Celine Dion's totally real and historically accurate perspective. Titanic is NYC's funniest night out. Plus, it's the winner of multiple awards, including the Las Culturistas Kimberly Akimbo Award for Best Indoor Live Performance. Titanic is a parody musical that answers the question of what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night aboard the Titanic. My life was improved by seeing Titanic, so much so that I reached out to my best friend, Bowen Yang, to improve his life. And Bowen, did it succeed? It succeeded so much that I went four more times. So set sail with this kooky, crazy off-Broadway hit this season. Plus, if you get tickets six weeks in advance, you get 30% off. And that's on Titanic math, girlfriend. But seriously, who can wait that long? Go see it tomorrow. What are you waiting for? Get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. You need to have that release. I do. It wasn't even a big week. Honey, I'm not talking about last week, okay? I'm just going to be very transparent right now. I don't care about the last week. 
I care oh, okay. about Kim oh, K week. Kim um, K I care week. about Kim K coming to the gig. I can't wait. Are the vibes good so far? So far, so far the vibes are great and and all I all I've heard about any personal sort of interactions with Kim K from people is that she's just cool and great and like is nice to people. I'm laughing like, because I'm thinking what if you had said and all I've heard is that she's incredible at sketch. <laughs> like all I've heard of people that are like know her is that she is psychotically talented at sketch comedy. Oh, my God. No, Kim K wrote <laughs> she like helped write like Britannic shit. Yes, like Kim she K. She helped like, write was she helped my, like the please don't advanced. destroy boys yeah, yeah yeah kim k like does amazing character work kim k like teaches character <laughs> i i bet she would teach character yeah like this is the thing like she's going like fully in with like the lawyer stuff like she is going to be like one of the most, most like yeah the most iconic lawyers of all time. She will be one of the most fam- It'll be, she'll be up there with like Elle Woods. Absolutely. In fact, she's in many ways, like a, an actual Elle Woods. In many <laughs> ways, like while you can't say legally blonde at all, like Kim K is living out a kind of iconic Elle Woods narrative. You can never forget that song at the end of the movie. Perfect. And the beginning. Yes. It bookends. Mm hmm. That's what I didn't realize until I, I just put it on the Sunfall. other day because oh, so good. after twelve. Can we do a little deep dive on what Hoku is doing right now? Because I really want to know. I really yeah, need what? to know how, how what is can we let's just I'm just gonna pull up um Wow, this is insane that you would Why? throw the I, name I, Hoku out there, but like it, it is true, like you do wanna know what she's up to. Like she was a big part of my life. She's a huge part of my life. She's 40 years old. She, well, let's, she was born Hoku Christian Ho. Her, uh-huh. her name is Hoku Christian Ho. She was born in Oahu. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Christian um, Ho is funny. Like, I'm sorry, but for, your, for, the, for, the, for the last two words of your name to be Christian Ho, Christian Ho. I'm sorry. I'm laughing. <laughs> Cancel me. Whatever. No, no, no. Christian not- Ho. <laughs> <laughs> Can we know okay. we can't but we can't find out anything else about her because Christian Ho we're just going to be thinking of Christian Ho the whole time. Okay, so she and her husband Jeremy have three children and they serve as arts and worship architects at Branches Church in Dana Point, California. So that's just to cut to the chase. She's an arts and worship architect at a church in California. There you go. I, I don't know what that means. Me neither at all. Arts and worship art. I'm looking at the words and I go, what? What is that? An arts and worship architect. Architects. Like it's like a, is that like an Imagineer? artistic director? Like an Imagineer of church? <laughs> is that- I don't know. <laughs> Wait hmm. a minute. This is okay. I'm sorry. I, we're, I'm just gonna read. I don't care about the career stuff. I'm sorry. No. We just skipped right to personal life. I'm on her Wikipedia. Okay. Okay. Hoku became a Christian after first attending church in 1995. Yes. She has said that nothing means more to her than music outside of her family and faith. Mm-hmm. You read the next. Read the next sentence. She married her high school sweetheart Jeremy Clements in 1999. 
The, the couple eloped for, quote, personal reasons, according to Hoku. That's scary to me. Later saying that she was scared to tell her father because of his harsh attitude towards boys she previously dated and how young she was at the time. This is all no. very red flag to me. I, I think she's hiding something. I think that there's a lot going on here. I mean, musical style and artistry. So let's 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 read here. She's been frequently compared to fellow pop singers Christina Aguilera and Britney Spears. However, I don't know how frequently, but they okay. noted Hoku's distinct style, attributing it to the singer's Christian faith. It's not very comfortable for me to be a sex symbol, Hoku says, especially because of my faith. That's why I enjoy being involved with the younger kids because they relate to me being the girl next door. So she was virginal, actually walking the walk of virginal Christian pop star, not like these other girls who. Christian Ho, more like. Well, <laughs> this is—is is this not a red flag to you? I enjoy being involved with the younger kids. Yeah, uh, no, there's, I don't know. There's oh, she, a lot she, she of talk- red flags with 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 Hoku. Is she talking about being like an arts and worship architect? No, does that mean you work with kids? About, I think that she was talking about when she performs her concerts. She likes to look out in the crowd and see a lot of younger kids. Involved with the younger kids is what's throwing me. Like, involved? I think a lot, a lot is throwing me. It's turning out about Hoku's story. Like, a lot of this I'm freaked, personal stuff. I'm legitimately freaked out. It's like Whitney on Salt Lake. I have the fucking chills. <laughs> oh, did you watch Salt Lake, uh, Lisa? I loved it. I loved Casino Night. I love Lisa's <laughs> meltdown. I love Angie. The I'm new literally one. I think so she's upset. A star. I'm literally a so star. upset right now. I'm upset right now. I'm heartbroken right now. Angie outshone Jenny. I'm sorry, Jenny's Jenny's Jenny is a flop. I was like, this one, there's actually something going on. The lights are on upstairs with Angie. Jenny, I'm like, what? I just think it's it's truly a difference between Jenny not knowing what like the job, what the assignment is, and Angie out the gate is like, okay, I'm gonna throw a party, I'm gonna get into a fight about it with one of the housewives about my party. And then all this other shit. And here's my deal. Like, I have a trans kid. Like, this is what the audience needs to know about me right off the top. Boom. Let me Genius. Just, let, let's just go down the list. She got to throw an event. She got a backstory where she has a trans child. She's uh-huh. way hotter than her husband. She turns looks. <laughs> she did a costume change at her own party. Uh-huh. She had a fight with and told that she was best friends with the same housewife in one episode. She's related <laughs> to one of them. She fucking... Uh, oh uh, my god, you're, the list goes on. The it's list nuts. goes on. And she had more than one confessional, and she got to say these words. I do think Lisa is capable of meddling in my event. Amazing. I said, welcome. That's... that She, she just distilled the quintessential thing about housewives. I do think that... Wait, wait what would what, she say? I do think Lisa is capable of meddling in my event. That's so rich. What a rich sentence. I mean, it's the, you could only say it in a confessional on Housewives. Like, it's a sentence that doesn't belong anywhere else. I do think Lisa is capable of meddling with my events. I mean, I think we have our first housewife who is coming in and knowing the med... Like, I think she's, I think she's doing this as a bit because she knows what to do. She knows... T- she's too smart. Mm-hmm. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Does, yeah, am I making I mean, any it, sense? It feels like she's operating at a level maybe the rest of them aren't, which I yeah. think this show needs. Because I think Salt Lake City is lacking a grounded presence. I think that probably the most grounding presence is Meredith. Is m- but even oh, Mer- interesting. But even I was Meredith say it's like, exists, ex- 
Heather is a very grounding presence as well. Okay, so Heather and I think like Meredith, because she keeps being like, no, what's happening with my son Brooks and Jen is crazy and I won't talk to her if she's going to act like this. Like that's a very grounded place to Mm -hmm. come from, whereas everyone else is like entertaining Jen in a way where I'm like, what? Why? She's insane. But I still think the show could use someone like Angie because we get a lot of Mary who just isn't speaking English a lot of the time. And it is iconic. It's iconic, but I mean, talk about something that's like scary and gives me anxiety and I I do want to turn off, get, get the Mary off the TV. I'm not watching that. Like, I feel probably how you felt watching Squid Game when I watched Mary speak. I think, oh my God, what? This is too stressful. And to, to think, to tie it back to the beginning of our episode, to think that she actually is a day of culture. I mean, McDonald's is a day of culture, number one, and then number the day of culture, two. number two, was when Mary Cosby, Mary M. Was, Cosby hits, hit the, hits world, the stage. world stage. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Are you excited to come to Ohio so we can sort of, me, you, and Sudi have like a wine-filled... Um, sort of week. Vac- vacation week. I can't wait. I'm sure it will be just what I need. Mm. And we will be smoking a lot of marijuana. Well, I think so. But the thing is, like, the the I would love to go on, like, a wine excursion, literally like they did last week on Beverly Hills, like when they sort of went out and, like, drank wine professionally for hours. Like, I want to do that. I want We're doing that. it. I'll book it. I'll book it. I booked us a nice restaurant the, the oh. first night, and I'll, I'll, I'll do an, an, another few bookings together. I'm really taking point on this trip the way I don't with any other vacation. Well, I um, truly appreciate that. I kind of just felt like you seemed like you knew what you wanted, and you felt good about it. Oh, yeah. And and look, we'll, we'll figure it out together. It'll be a collaboration. Um, I just went ahead and made some decisions that that are malleable, and I'm open to change. I love that. That's how the best the best thing should always be. But you know what's actually interesting is this sort of like this autumnal vibe we're starting to go into, which is like mm-hmm. us drinking wine in Ohio of it all. It actually does relate to my I don't think so, honey. So I think we could move into that area. Yes. If if you are are inclined to do so as well. I am very inclined to do so. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with... Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. Hey, everybody. During the break, let's quickly talk about a couple things that are important to most people I know. Comfort and style. Crocs Classic Clogs and Sandals have both covered. And when we're talking about style, we mean personal style. There's just so many colors and so many gibbets charms. You can dress up your Crocs to match your mood and to match your personality and to fit the occasion. 
I mean, ultimately, you can stand out from the crowd in a way that only you can because it's your personal style. And now let's talk about comfort. You know, it doesn't get better than the Crocs clogs and sandals when it comes to being comfortable. Style and comfort are usually a trade-off, but here they're a package deal. It's like you have cushions on your feet. Soft, stylish, personalized, colorful cushions. So why wait? Head over to Crocs.com today and experience the comfort and style of Crocs classic clogs and sandals for yourself. Your feet will thank you. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, temp to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. When the music of Celine Dion makes sweet Canadian love with the Oscar-winning film Titanic, you get... Titanic, a campy, unhinged, chaotic night out. And what more could you ask for? Find out what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night from Celine Dion's totally real and historically accurate perspective. Titanic is NYC's funniest night out. Plus, it's the winner of multiple awards, including the Las Culturistas Kimberly Akimbo Award for Best Indoor Live Performance. Titanic is a parody musical that answers the question of what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night. Aboard the Titanic. My life was improved by seeing Titanic, so much so that I reached out to my best friend, Bowen Yang, to improve his life. And Bowen, did it succeed? It succeeded so much that I went four more times. So set sail with this kooky, crazy off-Broadway hit this season. Plus, if you get tickets six weeks in advance, you get 30% off. And that's on Titanic math, girlfriend. But seriously, who can wait that long? Go see it tomorrow. What are you waiting for? Get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. Okay, so I don't think so, honey, is a one-minute segment where we sort of rail against something in culture that, you know, needs a railing. Um, Mm -hmm. And everything my sister and I are making um, conversation about currently is sort of m- making me unable to hold my in any longer. So I would love to do it. What? Are yeah. you okay? I'm okay. I'll be okay. Okay. I'm, is it something that I'm doing? No. Okay. Wow. This is Matt Rogers. I don't think so, honey. His time starts now. I don't think so, honey. The lack of autumnal energy in Los Angeles, California. I have very simple pleasures. I wanted to go to the Gelson's today and buy some pumpkin beer so I could drink pumpkin beer with a cinnamon sugar rim. You cannot find pumpkin beer in, I think, the city of Los Angeles. It's extremely (sighs) difficult. I feel like the climate of L.A. year-round, I don't think so, honey. The fact that you are forcing um, autumnal pleasures that are simply um, for taste... 
um, away from the citizens of this part of the country simply because you feel weather-wise it's not appropriate to, I don't know, carve a damn pumpkin, to, I don't seconds. know, like have apple pie, to, I don't know, just relentlessly do the pumpkin spice thing. And I, I, I understand it's basically, that's not really what I'm trying to cover here. What I'm trying to cover is it's not autumn here, and it needs to be. And that's one minute. You know what I hear? I hear that you miss the crisp sensation of wind hitting you, blasting your body. <sighs> yes. You need to put on red by Taylor Swift. Not Taylor's version yet. No, not Taylor's version yet. I, but I am excited to sort of have that when, when, uh, when the time is right. Um, but the thing is, I also wish I could open my doors and windows and feel that crisp autumn air as I listened to said album, but it just doesn't exist here. And I'm realizing what bums me out is I spend like the asshole of the year in New York City during like August and September when it's still sweaty as absolute heck and soggy bottom. And then Mm. I come here where it's warm and hot just as New York gets to be at its absolute apex, which is October, November, and even into December in New York. There's nothing Mm. like it. There's nothing like that city during that time, and I'm missing out on it, and I just wish I could get a goddamn lick of it out here, and you can't. I I hear the pain in your voice. I just wanted that pumpkin beer. I just wanted that so bad. I don't know if the readers know that about me explicitly. No, you love pumpkin beer so much it's insane and i and i celebrate that but you if you take pleasures but this if you find this bitch at some bar in in the months of october november and yes even into december them he'd be asking do you have pumpkin beer here when the menu says they don't and sometimes they do they often do and that's the thing about new york is you can always sort of like count on them to come through with that. So if anyone in Los Angeles can point me to institutions or establishments that sell, maybe even, you know, have good varieties of pumpkin beer, that would be wonderful, if you can. Well, you gotta leave the Gelson's. It's not, you, you can't have the only place to go be Gelson's. You gotta expand your search. Like, I'm not, I'm sorry, but I've seen some of the clientele that goes to this Gelson's. Let's just say um, it's, it's, it's right off the damn Hollywood Hills. So I've seen some celeb sightings in this Gelson's. And this Gelson's, is not up to snuff, okay? Let's just say there's a certain absolute film star, you can't get bigger, and I saw her with her kids, that's all I'm going to say about it, down the hall in this Gelson's, and I said, I can't believe that a establishment like this does not provide them with pumpkin beer. That's a star. That's a star. It is time for Bowen Yang's I Don't Think So, Honey. Are you ready to do yours? I think so. Okay, and... You sort of hinted at it earlier. Yeah, well, now people know, but yeah, here we go. This is Bowen Yang's I Don't Think So Honey's Time Starts Now. I Don't Think So Honey Adele naming your album 30, probably. Like, you said in press <laughs> that you were done with the numbers, the numerology, the, the numbering system of the albums after 25, and I think you should go back to that artist at that age Keep your promise to her. Don't name it 30. Give us something. Give us something. Give us some some texture beyond. Because there's, if you think about the album, there isn't much discernment 
except for maybe she worked with Max Martin on one and not the other. And oh, that one's five more numbers or four more numbers or three more number two, whatever, than the other one. I think she needs to start crystallizing her point of view a little bit more, which we all know what it is. And so just like seal it in with an actual word. Adele, I love you so much. I I can't wait to see you at the show if you if you come through. I loved working with you last year. I just I hope that that you end this as a quadrilogy and don't do it for the fifth album. So that's one minute. Now, I have to ask, why, you seem so sure that it's going to be called 30. What makes you think that? On the, the billboards that she's been promoting it with say 30. Wait, seriously? There's There have been billboards, I think in LA and New York, just like in like big, I don't know, cities, big markets, whatever. Like she, like the billboards are just mysteriously, they say 30. They don't like say Adele. They don't confirm the title, I guess, technically, but it seems to be going in that direction. Oh, wow. I hadn't seen this. Adele new album, 30 Speculation, after several 30 billboards pop up. Oh, mm-hmm, my mm-hmm. gosh. I didn't know this was a thing. So I think this confirms it, and it kind of disappoints me. Not in a real way. Like, I will, like, I'll fucking love this album, I'm sure. But I'm like, I do think when I, between 21 and 25, I'm like, see, like, sepia tone can't be, like, the only, like, big difference in this, mm. like, era, you know? Like, I need... Not that any singer needs to have eras, but I think, like, Adele, like, could absolutely, like, it would work if she just, like, applied some sort of, like, point of, like, intrigue or something into her album. Like, give it, like, give it some wording. I don't know. Like, that's a, I, 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 this is such an arbitrary, stupid thing for me to argue, which is that, like, word albums are better than number albums. I feel this way about 1989. I feel this way about four. <laughs> it's just, like, to me, it feels almost, I love numbers. I'm a numbers guy. Me too analytical brain bitch but numbers numbers as albums boring give us a word i think give us a words word. actually have the potential to be so beautiful which is why i think i prefer yes them. numbers are always boring. numbers are never gonna be so beautiful you know what i mean like even right. even the number such thing as a beautiful number there's pretty numbers like seven is like pretty it's like pretty that's why she's so popular is because she is pretty she's pretty yeah I feel like four is another beautiful number. Four is a beautiful number, you know? Four gets to, like, guess what four gets to do? She gets to, like, unbutton her collar sometimes. Yeah. Like, the four can either be closed, a triangle, or it's an open, you know, little little pit. Well, four is growing up. And can I tell you what other number is absolutely gorgeous? And there's just something <laughs> yeah, about what? it. Eleven. Oh, yeah, you're Eleven. Right. Like... 11. I would name... 11. I know that like there's famously an 11 from Stranger Things and it's uh, yeah. Billy Bobby and I'm taking her completely out of this. I don't want her involved in this, mm-hmm. but I would name my daughter 11. 11, 11. Rogers. Bitch, I, oh, that's gorgeous. Isn't that absolutely... Oh that's my a God. superstar. That's a, that's a very famous British actress. 11, 11 Rogers. is such a famous British actress. She's like, like Daisy Edgar Jones, like 11 mm-hmm. Rogers, and she's like so tender on screen. Oh, she's so beautiful. And she's so beautiful. She's like Keira Knightley. Oh my God. Are you kidding me? Eleven Rogers. I just saw a musical yesterday called Six. Wait, can you t- and I talk think Six about is a good- what you felt about Six? I was so um, jealous of you that oh, you had I, to go. I, I really loved it. I enjoyed it so much. It was really cool to be there with like, I think like um, a couple of the articles have remarked on this. It's like a very young, it's a very young Broadway audience mm. in a different way than like, you know, a young, like a Dear Evan Hansen. It's like a young Broadway audience that is there for a specific thing. Yeah. Um, which is like that 
show and like uh it's just great great performances um toby and lucy the people who wrote it are fantastic um i did work with them recently and they were so lovely to work with um on a a project and um god they nailed it they did a great job and i was so happy for them because they were supposed to open right before covid and then you know this is just a, a, a long delayed long deferred thing and it's so great and it was just i think people really enjoyed it yeah I did, and I and I would say I would say I enjoyed it as well. That's I just meant like overall, like the the, the feeling is like oh that's that's going to be great. Like everyone's going to love that. Yeah, people that have seen it really really seem to enjoy it. I'm going to see Wicked on Saturday, December 18th. Oh my god! And I'm going to go sit in the second row. Who are you going with? Well, you know that I think that's the night of your guys's like Christmas show. Yeah, and so I'm going with um, Sudi with Sudi. No, I don't think she'll be in New York. No. I'm going with Greta, Abe, and Emily. I was like, that. Oh, you're coming. You're coming to New York. Oh, you're seeing. I I'll think you're like, Wicked was in be, LA. I'll be there for oh, other amazing. reasons I have not yet announced, but I'm doing. I'm going to be there for like a little bit over a week. That's right. That's right. That's right. Wow. And I'm gonna see Wicked in um, the second row, and I'm gonna watch. So this is what I hear. Basically, the rumor is about Wicked is that at one point Alphaba actually flies. Like they pull off a trick where she actually it looks like while she's singing a number. She she f- actually ascends, and it's like for the first time, Alphaba is flying in the show. So that's why I wanted to get such a close seat to the front because to experience what I hear is a very cool special effect. So watch this space, as you were saying before. What an iconic story, like a, a way to like freshen it up. Mm-hmm. If that if that rumor is yeah, true. I mean, no one's ever, no one can confirm or deny whether or not Alphaba actually flies in Wicked. But if they are able to pull that off, I think that that is very cool and like a big emotional height and probably a very emotional moment. Of course, and a very emotional song. Just kidding. Bone and I know exactly what happens in Wicked. Of course, Alphaba flies. We're still the culturistas after all. <laughs> <laughs> um, after uh, all, uh, um, I was gonna say, wait, I I'm not done talking about numbers. Okay, go back. Here's a number. Oh, here's a. Are you ready? Are you ready? I'm so excited. I'm open for it. Twelve. Oh, just it's enough said. It, it it has so much symmetry to it, right? You go, oh, twelve. I'm seeing, you know, twelve, mm-hmm. twelve pieces in um a pie. I can either cut it. I can either you know take it out. In thirds and fourths and halves, yeah, so many beautiful radial patterns. It's extremely um, malleable number, and that's what makes it a part of so many people's lives. Is it can fit mm-hmm. in? It literally can fit in so many ways. You also have to respect thirteen. You have to respect thirteen. 13's, 13's been through a lot. Been through a lot. Seen it to hell and back. Yeah. Okay. Oh my god! And thirteen actually is such an imposing number that it sometimes its beauty gets lost. But there is a dark beauty to thirteen, and I think that it carries gravitas in that way. You think thirteen is carrying gravitas? That's what I said. <laughs> Why would I say anything say that. different? That's what I. You said. did say that. That's what she said. Um, I think here's. This is the last number I'll say. Okay. And then I'll say okay. one more, too. And then we'll end the episode of Lost Culture Reads this. Okay. Okay. 48. <sighs> power that that has. 48. The power that that 48, has. 48, not to rhyme, but carries weight. 
<laughs> not to rhyme, but you did. You did, sister. Can't help myself. And that rhyme describes it perfectly. Carries the weight, 48. You. It might sound a little Wayne Brady, but it's true. You know how Wayne Brady always rhyming. Always rhyming. 48. So great. Carries weight. Carries weight. Don't be like. Don't be, be late. late. <laughs> and now I would say that my most beautiful number before we do a song to finish the episode if i had to say the most beautiful number it would be <laughs> it would be 70 74 see what you did there is you named two other beautiful numbers no you know what i'm taking it all back 70 70 <gasps> i don't need the four 70 70 is beautiful it is legendary 70 70 is, I see her walking out at an award show, not unlike the Las Culturistas Culture Awards, accepting an award, not unlike the Queendom Award. Just out there, everyone shoots out of their seats. Clap, 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 clap for this legend, 70. I literally think an incredible drag name would be 70 million. That's my drag name. 70 million. That is iconic. 70 million or 70, 70. Or, or, or 70 millions. 70 millions. I kind of think that's funny. So um, we always end every episode of Los Culturistas, <laughs> a searing pop culture podcast that really takes its time searing. to look into all the elements of culture that you're thinking about, that you're consuming, and give our take on it. You know, our very smart, incisive take would you say this is one of our smartest episodes? I think this is one of the smartest this- episodes we've ever done. I think that's why Vulture said we were the top podcast of the year. You know what I mean? That's why Time, Esquire, Time Out New York. That's why everyone is <laughs> raving about Las Culturistas. The podcast has received critical acclaim. I don't understand why people <laughs> why people think this podcast is like good <laughs> or like highbrow. No one ever said it was you know highbrow, what? Sometimes but it's, sometimes this is the dumbest podcast <laughs> in existence. <laughs> this is this, by far one of the stupidest podcasts <laughs> you could listen to. Um, we end every episode with a song. Because when you're, you're 15 and somebody tells you they love, love you, you're gonna, gonna be for more of that song, listen to Fearless Taylor's version. Which is by responsible. Taylor it's responsible to stream it now. Ethical. Ethical. Ethical, ethical stream streaming. Happy ethical streaming, everyone. Bye. Happy ethical streaming. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new Bubbly Burst. 
you know that I feel like it's really important to express yourself. I know that about you. You got to put your true self out there, okay? And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do just that. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know, it doesn't get more comfortable than Crocs, clogs, and sandals. They're just the perfect blend of comfort and creativity. Visit crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets charms. When the music of Celine Dion makes sweet Canadian love with the Oscar-winning film Titanic, you get Titanic, a campy, unhinged, chaotic night out. Find out what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night from Celine Dion's totally real and historically accurate perspective. Some say Titanic is the best gay nightclub in the city, and those people are me. And me. So set sail with this cookie crazy off-Broadway hit and get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. Get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. Canva presentations might be the most visually impressive presentations you'll ever use. Start with a stunning template, use it as a springboard for your design, add images, graphics, charts, and data visualizations from the massive media library. It's easy to wow any audience with Canva presentations. Canva presentations are perfect for any deck you want to design for work. Sales decks, marketing presentations, onboarding plans, you name it. Any department can nail their presentation with Canva presentations. Perfect, record, and share a talking presentation for people to watch on their own time. You'll appear in a video as a talking head on the slide, and it's the perfect solution if you can't be present in person or if time zones are tricky. Nail your next work presentation with Canva presentations at canva.com, designed for work.